Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Electronic Dance Money. I'm your host, Christian Casito. Hope you all are doing super, super well today. We've got some fun episodes lined up with some great guests. I'm really excited. Some of them are going to be sp- like spread out. I'm recording shortly. They'll, they'll be spread out over the next couple of months. Um, I, I wish I could post them as soon as possible, but there are certain dates that we have to hit. Uh, but I've got a lot of really, really cool guests lined up for now. You guys are stuck soloed with me. We're going to get Mike in here again. We really need to, because it's legit been like probably 10 or more episodes. By the way, this is episode 100. So fucking happy. We got to this episode and this is continuing. Um, I was thinking I would do something big for episode 100. And then I said, fuck it. Let's just do the normal show. It's just another number. It doesn't matter. We're going to get some information out to you guys and try to help you out um, with whatever you're struggling with or if you need some guidance or something new to do. So that's what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about how to take you from being just a normal student to being the master of your craft or the master of essentially anything that you're wanting to learn or become proficient in. So that's what this entire episode is based upon. And a lot of what we're going to be talking about is the process that I've developed for myself. And that works for me really well. Um, and, you know, we've talked about this with music production in general or even marketing. Um, you know, not everyone's process is the exact same. Not everyone can do the exact same thing as th- that someone else teaches and it works in in the same way not everyone thinks the the same way and so when you learn a new process sure it might work for the individual that that utilizes that process but it may not work for you you might be able to pull something from that and include it in your overall process um, which is great that's kind of the goal is like find some things test it out see what works what doesn't and move on from there take what you can from it and apply it to your own systems and processes and move forward. And as long as it improves what you're doing and helps with what you're trying to do, then great. We've achieved the goal that we're trying to achieve. Anything else, anything outside of that, toss it by the wayside, ignore it. Um, for the time being, I would all, I would always suggest, you know, for the time being, you want to throw it off to the side. Don't completely ignore it forever you might just be in a position where you can't utilize that specific information in any real way that can be applied to your work of art or uh, your marketing that that improves upon what you're trying to do. It may be too complex of a concept. Hell, it might even be too simple and you just don't know how to utilize it. But in two to three years, when you have more information and you understand what you're doing a little bit better, that core thing may apply to you um, at that point in time. So take what you can from whatever we talk about, utilize it, test it. If it works, use it, keep going with it. If it doesn't put it by the wayside for the time being and check on it uh, every once in a while, every couple of years, every year or so. But 
let's just jump into all the different things that we're going to be talking about. So this entire episode is really focused around you yourself becoming a student again or remaining in that student-like mindset so that you can become a master. Now, all masters are still students. All masters are still learning. Um, if you talk to anyone that takes any sort of martial arts, they are, they're never not learning. They're always improving and trying to get better. There's, there's always, there's always room for improvements for anything. Even if you've been, you know, you've been jujitsu for 30 years and you've been a black belt for 15 of those years, there's still things that you need to improve upon. There are other people that will still choke you out in the world. So there's always things that you need to be learning, digesting, applying and improving upon. And that's the same with anything. If you ask any huge producer that's worth their salt, they're they're going to tell you that they're continu- they're still continuing to learn. There are still music concepts that have not been developed today that will be developed by some of maybe some of you listening to this that will be used by millions of people in the future. That's just the way things go. So you're always constantly wanting to learn and and don't stop learning. Um, that being said, there are positions, there, there are points in your learning phase where you need to take a step back and apply the things that you're learning at a deeper, a deeper level. And this happened to me for years when I was terrible at mixing right i could i could write a song it wasn't the best song um it also wasn't the worst but every song i was writing was better but my mixing was not getting better my mixing was terrible um if i you know if you talk about in the long run sure might have been incrementally getting better but it was not progressing at the rate that i wanted it to progress at and um after i had learned some really distinct fundamental skills from the producer dojo on mixing I then felt like I was at a point where I I learned the tools that I needed to learn. Now I need to apply them. That's when I had the idea to start my audio engineering business, Envious Audio, um, which if any of you guys need help with mixing or mastering, head to enviousaudio.com, fill out my form, and let's talk. But aside from that, I needed to apply the skills that I had learned. Um, I wasn't pumping out enough tracks to be able to utilize that, so... I found a little hack by reaching out to other producers and offering my my services and my help to them uh, to then use those skills and improve improve upon them. And I hit I hit a point where I didn't feel like I needed to be out in the world watching YouTube videos all day and every day. It, it and you will always get to that point where you any any more information that you take in is not going to be useful with where you're at you've learned where what you need to learn now you need to apply um and when you apply that's when you really solidify those concepts and the fundamentals in your brain um and when you solidify those you can build upon those and once you become too comfortable with those that's when you want to go back out and start learning some more um and i've hit that big stride right now for myself where uh i need to learn deeper and better mastering concepts i need to learn deeper songwriting concepts deeper sound design concepts i've i've hit that point in my 
in my career, if that's what you want to call it, in my amateur career, where I do feel like, you know, I need to learn these more advanced techniques and these advanced skills. I'm stepping away from that application phase again. And I'm going back into, I'm 100, 100% a student again, learning advanced concepts at a big, that like someone who's just being introduced to, to very advanced concepts. I'm taking those and starting to apply those and try to learn those. And I'm just consuming so much more information. Now, a lot of smaller producers get bogged down by this thought process that they need to be learning as much as they possibly can 24 seven. And there is a, there's a place for that. Um, especially in the very, very, very beginning, like when you're first opening up a die, yeah, you should be watching a lot of videos because there's a lot of, there's a lot of catch up you have to do, right? You have to learn how to use your die. You have to learn how to cut up audio clips, how to create a MIDI clip, how to draw in the MIDI, how to apply an audio insert, how to pull up a VST, how to use a V like there's, there's so many very basic foundational concepts that you have to learn. I mean, hell, how to pull up your samples, right? There's a lot of basic concepts that you have to learn. And I feel like if you don't have a, a really good mentor by your side at those very beginning stages, you get caught up in this loop where you assume that, oh, well, you know, the the basic foundational elements of how to use my DAW how to write in this specific tempo, how to create this specific drum pattern, you assume that you have to constant be, constantly be searching for answers to things. Um, and if you don't find an answer to thing to something, sometimes you freak out a little bit. You go, oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. You've been handheld so much by learning these concepts within the software that you're using or the genre that you're using that you almost forget that this is a creative endeavor and part of the part of the whole thing is like going in and fucking around right making mistakes and and taking your paintbrush and putting the wrong color on like it's like a bob ross happy mistake sort of a thing like you're supposed to be going in and messing around with stuff and making mistakes because that's how you're going to learn and have those concrete foundations. And if you were at the beginning constantly learning and trying to look for answers, some of the curiosity goes away from you and the mystery of writing music where you aren't spending as much time messing around with things. And I found this to be very, 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 very true when I was a younger producer, when I was probably two or three years into writing, where I started to notice like there was a robotic way in which I was writing music. I, I do this, then I do that, then I do this, then I do that. And like you could hear that in my writing. Everything was very forced. Um, it was pretty robotic. And the the curiosity was gone compared to some of my earlier productions or even some of my productions now where... It, just that that weird creativity spark was was just missing for a while. Um, and the thing that got me back into that was stop worrying about looking for an answer and just worry about like writing something that's interesting and different and has creative aspects to it. Limit yourself with YouTube University. A lot of people dive into YouTube University and I'm 
really talking about just not literally a university. You know, it's a it's just a a a name for going on YouTube and using it like it's a university and learning everything that you can from it. What I want to get into now is using YouTube versus other programs and the 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 cost benefit between those things. So let's start with YouTube because that's where pretty much everyone usually starts. Maybe you Google what music production software is and it might pull you to a YouTube video, but YouTube's the second most searched platform. And especially if you're looking for like a tutorial, that's where you're going to go. YouTube is great. You can get some pretty quick answers from some knowledgeable people um, and you can skim around, right? You can consume a six minute video pretty easily you can pause, you can, you can look at what they're doing, apply what they're, what they're talking about and move on. And then you can find the next video and you can search just about any topic in terms of music or marketing there and find a pretty quick answer. That being said, the one thing that YouTube lacks compared to some other program like a an actual video course or in-person schooling or something is structure. And when you don't have structure to certain things, especially um, deeper concepts, that's where you're going to struggle with retaining a lot of that information and the vital pieces of that information. When there's structure built around a a course that you're diving into deep and you're learning some some like really deep concepts, there's a build up to those things. Um, And so when when you're starting to build up to a specific topic or an overarching theme of a section that you're in, you start with the very basics. And by the time you get to the end of that section, you're applying those basics in these advanced concepts. And so when you get thrown into the weeds of an advanced concept, um, like, you know, maybe multiband compression or multiband sidechain or multiband EQ, um, and all the different, you know, phase positions of those EQs, these are deeper concepts that become convoluted and it's it's hard to understand them if you even if you don't even know what phasing is, right? So if we're gonna talk about like linear phasing, you need to understand the basic concept of phasing itself before you can get to that part, especially when you're talking about applying it with EQ. So When you lack structure in a course that's going to build up that momentum to that crescendo of talking about this advanced concept and you just dive into it into a YouTube page, you're kind of like, okay, well, that's like a buzzword and maybe you start using it and applying it, but you you don't grasp the the full concept of what it is that we're applying and doing in, in that process. So this is where like, a structured program like a course becomes very, very vital. And the thing about structured courses, and we'll we'll dive into like where you should look for some of these courses and, and how to find them in a minute here. But the thing about a lot of these programs, if you're taking a structured program like a course where you have different sections and lessons um, and you're being tested on some of these things, the best way to apply them is to be physically doing the thing right in front of you in your own DAW, following and applying the concepts. Um, I've been super into software development recently. I've been learning Python 
um, TypeScript, JavaScript, HTML, CSS, front end stuff, as well as like Node. Um, and the best thing, all these all these things I've learned through same with, uh, uh, C sharp, like all of these things that I've learned are through structured courses that I'm actually writing the code out, following the instructor. And when you're working on music concepts or marketing concepts, doing the thing while they're talking about it is one of the best, best ways to learn. That's how you're going to really glue that information into your brain and be able to apply it at a later date. And you can use the course as a refresher. If you don't remember a concept, go back to a lecture, watch it over again. Um, and that'll jog some things in your memory. So applying this knowledge while you're in the middle of learning is one of the best ways to go about it. Now, the thing about YouTube is, yes, there are something, you know, if you're doing a sound design tutorial, yeah, you can follow along exactly and you should and you can rebuild that sound in the vst that you're using uh but when you start talking about like compression techniques or using eq or using saturators you don't have access to the exact same mix that the individual is using or the exact same sounds or melodies and so it become it, it can become a bit trickier to understand concepts while you're following along and trying to apply those concepts to your own track that may not sound anything like the the instructor that is showing you in a YouTube video. And this is where structured courses come into play because a lot of those structured courses provide you with the contents of that course of the thing that they're working on, right? Some that if you're in Ableton and you're taking an Ableton course, a lot of the times they'll provide you with the Ableton projects that they will be working in. And this gives you an opportunity to open it up, have the exact same project, follow along, apply the same techniques. Um, and, and this just gives you an extra edge to fundamentally understand the concepts that they're trying to teach you so that you can then utilize it in your own production productions because you understand the concept far more than anyone else will that may watch a YouTube video and maybe they sit there and watch the whole thing out and they aren't applying and they go, okay, okay, I should use a saturator this way. And they go try it on their track and they go, ah, this just doesn't sound the same. And herein lies the issue is because they may not have been able to understand the concept because they weren't applying it to the same thing and and then toying around with it and playing around with it and finding different ways of tweaking knobs and parameters that gives you a more distinct interesting sound this 100 percent applies to any other concept we've ever talked about in the entirety of this podcast as well if you're trying to learn a marketing concept you can find a marketing course for it usually at a relatively good price um, again, I'm going to provide you with resources on where to find some of these courses at a good price in a minute here, but uh, you should be able to find these at a relatively good price, be able to follow along, understand these concepts and apply them. It, this isn't just, you know, assigned to music production or mixing or mastering or songwriting. I'm talking about other things that you will be working on, like building a promo plan, how to run ads on Facebook or Instagram or Google, how to build an email marketing campaign. What's SEO, how to build a website. And I'm talking about how to build a website without even using code or something simple as landing page design. How do you build a landing page properly 
that gets people to do an action on your on your website because your website might look good that doesn't mean it's going to convert people we've talked about that previously so you need to understand how do you design a a landing page that gets someone to do something and there are core fundamental facts based upon how to build a high converting website backed by scientific data um compared to like, yeah, you might make a website that looks cool. That doesn't mean that people are going to interact with it the way you think they're going to. Um, And there are courses built around this idea. So you can take that concept, apply it and start getting, you know, double or triple your email signups just based off of this $10 course you may have purchased. And now you have a new skill set to utilize, to teach other people. um, And, again, you know, you could build another business outside of that. So I don't want to get too lost in the weeds, but this concept can be applied to other aspects within the world of music business in general. But, uh, some, some great, like my go-to place for any course is Udemy. So U D E M Y.com Udemy. Um, I'll have all of these links in the show notes for you guys, but Udemy is one of the best places to find like very, very, very in-depth courses. They give you a certification. When you finish the course, they test you on information in the middle of the course. And the best part is, is most of the courses are like 10 to $15. Now, you may first log on and you'll be like, Christian, what the fuck are you talking about? All these courses are $130. Sign up, leave the website, wait a day or two. You'll get an email saying, hey, come back. Here's a coupon for $12. And almost every every three days, they've got a, a sale going on for courses that are on sale for $15, $17, $18. So I, I would strongly suggest you never pay for a course for its full price on Udemy because two days later, that course will be, you know, it'll be 90% off. So don't pay for the full price of a course on Udemy, but definitely utilize Udemy. It's one of the best resources for very, very, very well-designed courses by individuals who are, most of them are just building the courses themselves. Maybe they have a teacher's aide that helps them as well answer questions, but um, they build out these courses themselves. They're highly knowledgeable in the thing that they're talking about. And make sure you look at the reviews as well. Most of the courses you'll want to purchase, they'll have like hundreds of thousands of reviews, if not tens of thousands of reviews. Um, A a really, really great resource. I know Google has, I think Google Digital Garage is what it's called, where they'll have some free courses on there for you to take um, that talk about some digital marketing concepts as well as coding and learning their own systems. I know uh, there's a Google ad certification program you can go through and they talk about just Google ads in general for search, but then they have other aspects, deeper concepts like YouTube ads where you can take a full certification course that takes like two or three hours. So you can get a certification in it, but it takes you through the basic concepts of how to run a, a YouTube campaign or a Google ad campaign. So you can learn how to use these sorts of things also get a certification that may or may not be useful to you. But the point is, is you'll, you'll better understand these deeper concepts within the systems of Google ads or YouTube ads or their display network 
and remarketing and how to utilize those tools for yourself. Um, so Google Digital Garage, also if you just look up any Google certification, right, Google Ads search certification, you should be able to find it fairly easily. My, my, my pushback with that, with some of the Google Ads certification stuff is the content is outdated. I'll say it's probably outdated by three or four years. So they may tell you some things in there that uh, are not the best ideas or the best concepts. So what you could do is go through the entire uh, certification course and then go on YouTube and look up like Google ads, 2022 updates and Google ads, 2023 updates to, to, and go through the timeline of what was it like? What were the changes in 2021? What were the changes in 2022? What were the changes in 2023? So you get a better idea of where are you at now? What were things like before? And you can catch your catch yourself up to speed. The Open University is another one, open.edu. So www.open.edu. Um, I think all the co- courses on there are basically completely free. You could find a course on just about anything. It's free. Um, my, my concern with free courses, though, is you're not going to get the same level of quality as an instructor who's actually getting paid for the content that they're creating. Um, you know, when you get paid for the thing that you're creating, you're going to take so much more time and, and, and involve your life into that course a lot more than just some free course. The thing about Udemy too, is that instructors have the ability to go in and update concepts. So they'll go in and they will update the entire program sometimes multiple times a year, sometimes once a year, sometimes not at all. It really depends on the course, but a lot of instructors will go in and they will update the actual program. So you purchase $10 for a 65-hour course, and it gets updated every two or three years, and you have continuing education where you can learn the new concepts um, and and continue from there so you, you don't necessarily get left in the dust. But that's pretty much it, I think, for today's episode. I really hope this helped you guys out um, with with turning yourself from a student to a master. Um, this is how you get yourself in a position to become a master, right? You you take time, you, you, you go through phases of learning and applying. You go through a learning phase that may last a month or two where you're learning, you're softly applying those concepts, and then you're spending two to six months after that where you're actually applying all these concepts and you get to a point where you feel like things are stale and you need to get back into that learning student phase um, and you just build upon what you created previously and move on from there. And eventually you get to a point where you're just a fucking ninja and all these things that you're talking about and applying and utilizing. And it, it really does help. It does work. The way I've built my process of learning and applying has significantly helped me in many facets of life. It's, it's allowed me to pick up things that I've never done before much faster. I can systemize things a bit easier and I, and I know the path forward and in the direction that I need to take what I need to work on and how to utilize things and apply them. So that's it for today's episode, guys. Thank you for hanging out for episode 100. I appreciate all of you that have stuck around this long. Um, I hope for a hundred more and that's pretty much it. Head to enviousaudio.com slash episode 100 to check out the show notes. I'll talk to you guys later. Take care.